Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today Amy and I will be discussing the astrology for August of 2020. Please sit back and enjoy. So, hey. Hello. How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I'm, you know, just going through a lot right now. I'm sure everybody is. Yeah, well, July was like the beginning of turbulence. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. And August, uh, we were just talking about this off mic. It's busy. Oh, oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of aspects, and um, but before we get started, so something that happened. Uh, in between the last time we recorded was I started a Patreon. So I need to start out the episode with giving two shout outs because if you buy like at the highest tier, you get a shout out on the podcast. So shout out to Evie and Jenna. Thank you for your support on Patreon. And you can go to patreon.com and search something in the stars and uh, yoga. What? I said support yo girl. Yeah. And you get all sorts of, depending on which level you buy at, you get get all sorts of goodies. So, yeah. So, with that, you want to talk about August? Because, damn, there's so much to talk about. Dude, I was looking at it and it literally was like DJ Khaled. Another one. Another one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty dense. So everybody get out your your pencil and paper and start writing down the dates. So uh, August one, just right off the bat, uh, Mercury opposite Pluto. Yeah, starting off with a Pluto transit there. (laughs) So Mercury is in Cancer. Pluto is down there still hanging out in Capricorn. It's going to be there till 20. 25. (laughs) And so what I put for this was uh, deep mind, deep feels. Mm. And we still have this sextile with Jupiter and Capricorn and Neptune and Pisces going too. So there's kind of like this feeling dreamy thing kind of going on. But then you've also got Pluto and Mercury, like, deep in the feels, deep in the thoughts. So that's how August is starting out. Well, you know, I think that that's good. I think we could all use some time in our feels and our thoughts, just as long as we're not getting lost in them. Yeah. You know, everybody's got a lot of soul searching and figuring out to do. Yeah. Well, and, you know, for August... Just to go ahead and prep everybody, we're going to see some ingresses into new signs with some of the planets. And Mars is... Oh, shit. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Mars. So that's how we're starting out August 1st. So deep mind, deep feels. On August 2nd, the sun in Leo squares Uranus and Taurus. So you have fixed and fixed signs. You know, I don't want to budge. But 
you've got to at least bend or you'll break. Yeah. And because both of them are kind of like almost opposites, you know, where Leo is very much about me, you know, and myself and Taurus is like home and like earth and like wants everybody to be comfortable. And yeah. And it's all about the senses. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I think it could be, be because it's a sun thing. It's I think there could be some things about like, where do I stand? And maybe I need this act of rebellion within myself, you know, where we've got this transit going on with with Mercury Pluto. I mean, Mercury is the communicator and the messenger (laughs) and all of that. So that's happening right before. So maybe that transit brings a brings upon like a personal rebellion. Yeah, yeah. Which can be shaking. Well, yeah, shaking up the status quo, which uh, I mean, that's the vibe that we're in. Like, yeah, there's vaguely. Yeah. Kind of uh, just everywhere and every level. Yeah. I mean, that's on everybody's 2020 bingo card. Like, you know, have you had major shakeups this year? Like, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the first and the second. Then on the third, (laughs) because it's just going to be bam, bam, bam this month, we have Mercury in Cancer opposite Saturn in Capricorn. Uh Yeah. So I put for this one constructive discussion, grounded in fact, grounded in boundaries. So if you've got a deep dive, and then you've got a shakeup. Yeah. You might need some grounding afterwards. So in a way, I think it's cool that these transits are kind of working out the way that they are. Because it seems to be, it almost seems to be following a pattern of this. That's so shocking. Wait, say that again. I said, what? The planet's following a pattern? That's so shocking. Uh, yeah, I know. But it, but it's like this pattern out of necessity or something. Like, these are the things that need to occur. <laughs> because things... Well, I, oh, go ahead. And we're both, I think, just like waiting and pausing, and then we're talking at the same time. So I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I think, oh, shit, I lost my thought. Go on. I lost my thought. Oh, yeah, no worries. I mean, but it's just kind of like things have been a mess for a while. Oh, I know what I was going to say now. Okay. Well, things have been a mess for a while, and it's just like, if you don't take care of it, eventually it will snowball, and then you have to take care of it. You're forced to reckon with it no matter what. So I think that's where everybody is at right now. Yeah. Like I think everybody has certain things in their life that maybe they haven't dealt with and swept under the rug or justified or whatever. But all of that stuff is kind of now like, you know, coming to that, to that roll down the hill. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's all coming to an apex too. And 
you know, just using, we've been using the example of COVID for months now. So why not use that as an example? We have mask mandates now here in Milwaukee. So it's like, this is something that should have been going on for a while. And so now it's like in August, it's like, we're going to be seeing the the reckoning of this mess. (laughs) So, yeah. Let's see. On August 3rd, we also get the full moon in Aquarius. Ah. <laughs> so with Mercury having this constructive discussion, maybe we can have constructive discussion about the group and the future. Um, this is also like, we are recording this on what is it, July 19th. So we've got the new moon and cancer upon us. And oh, we're hi, hey, we're recording on the dark moon. Woohoo. Um, but so that'll be the first lunation without an eclipse. So we can actually like, you know, set some intentions or whatever. So with Aquarius being the, you know, what comes into fruition after that. It'll be interesting to see what that looks like. But, you know, Aquarius being about the future, about the group, about technology. And then with this Mercury Saturn aspect, it's kind of like, how can we concretely move forward? You know, like, At the new moon, we said, this is what I want my life to look like. And then the full moon is going to kind of have to is going to be like, okay, that's great that that's what you want. But how do you fit? How does what you want fit into the larger group? The bigger. Yeah. The bigger picture, most definitely. And August 4th. (laughs) So one, two, three, four. Um. Okay, so we got to talk about Mars. So Mars and Aries will square Jupiter in Capricorn. So what I put is this. I put a tense aspect between Mars and Jupiter. Jupiter is in a weak position of Capricorn. Uh, The weight of Jupiter is causing some lag. And how can we take action with all of this constriction is the question that I've asked with this aspect. Because I think that's what's going to be coming up. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to, like, not rush into action. Sometimes taking that pause is necessary to, to kind of rethink and just double check your P's and Q's and and what your plan of action is going to be. Yeah. You know, I think that that's a good time to do so, to take, you know, those kinds of steps. Yeah. Well, and this is the first part of the trilogy because Mm -hmm. Mars is going to talk to Jupiter two more times after this because we get that retrograde in September. So they're going to yeah. they're going to meet up again. So pay very close attention to the themes that are playing out in terms of 
how you want to take action, but how you're doing that under constriction. Because the conversations so far in the month have been like, you know, deep dive, construction, you know, constructive discussion, you know, what what do I really want my life to look like? And how do I move forward in the bigger picture? And Mars being like, I want to do stuff and Jupiter being like, I'm trying to do stuff, but I'm kind of like, in jail. (laughs) You know, I'm in Capricorn where I'm not happy. Like, I wish I could, I wish I could help you better. But like, these are the only options I have to offer you. Yeah. So that's the first of that one. Then on <laughs> the hits just keep come on keep coming. So on August 5th, this is our this is our first change. So Mercury enters Leo. And for this I put courageous words, courageous thoughts, but at times can be a little arrogant. <laughs> So Mercury might be getting bold. You know, he was in the feeling place of cancer. So now the now the thoughts and the communications are getting bold. But, you know, Leo on the lower vibration can be a little egotistical. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I, I know some Leos. <laughs> <laughs> so we get we get that change of the guard. And then on August 7th, Venus moves into Cancer. Remember how she was in Gemini for 100 years? <laughs> yes. Okay, so now she gets to move into Cancer. And Venus is, is neutral in Cancer, but... I get the feeling that she's going to be like, ah, this is like a nice warm bath. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, her being in the thinky place is okay. It's kind of like, you know, uh, Venus is the librarian, you know, uh, collecting the data on what there is about relationships. But now she can like sink down into the warm bath of like what it feels like. Well, and then process, kind of just all let it like, not think about it, but just let it kind of like marinate. Yeah, like let it wash over you. And we'll be talking about this a little later. But remember, any planet that goes into cancer has to oppose everything in Capricorn. So right now she's okay. Right now she's like, okay, I'm in cancer. I'm hanging out in the pool. (laughs) Just trying to chill. And August 14th. Okay, here's another part of the Mars trilogy. Mars and Aries square Pluto and Capricorn. So this is another tense aspect. Oh, yeah, especially with Mars and Aries. Mm -hmm. And I put... Angry big dick energy, like <laughs> some like I want to fight veiny, like throbbing big dick energy, <laughs> like get away from me, bro. Like no, that's too much. Baseball, grandma's house, like think about something else. Yeah, well, Tom- and it's, it's it's like big dick energy and goth gear though too, because of the whole Pluto thing. Oh, Ooh. oh, but it's, it's and it's also power. It's power plays. Yes. It's it's dominatrix kind of energy. I was just 
a lot of Dom energy right there. I'm getting. Yeah. Well, and you've got these two. You've got these two powerful, masculine type energies. Oh my yeah. god. It's like a fucking sword fight. <laughs> that just sounds like a porn name, though. Like, <laughs> what sounds like a porn name? Well, you were like, you were like, get out the swords, and I was like, crossing swords, and I was like, that just sounds like a porn name, though. <laughs> porn. It's a whole new genre. Yeah. <laughs> So the questions I had for this one was, who has power and who is using it? Is it being used to destroy or to create? Is it being used for both? Um, we might be feeling angry or hurt from a deep place. Because also, too, like Mars brings the friction and Mars can bring anger and war and yep. Pluto is all about the death and rebirth. And, you know, like inner self. So I think a lot of like, you know, if you're starting to like, if you have a day where it just, you know, those things you haven't maybe dealt with, you know, maybe if you have something from childhood, mm -hmm. like just anything that has hurt you like super deeply, that's just going to come up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, but well, because Mars can bring inflammation too. So you might be yeah. having a flare up from like a a deep place. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, uh, this is one where Mars gonna run over this speed bump two more times. So this is the beginning. Mars is like. <laughs> Goes over the speed bump, backs it up just in case you didn't get it the first time. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, like, with the, ret you know, anytime something goes retrograde, uh, it really, whether it be an inner planet or an outer planet, the, the inner planets to me are like they're more personal base you know whereas like when it's outer planets it's like this is the this is what's happening in the backdrop um you know it's kind of like what did you not learn the first time okay now i gotta go over it again okay now we're gonna go over it again so you can get the uh final outcome it's almost like a it's almost like a three card tarot card reading where it's like you have the past the present and the future you know you know, what what from the past needs to be dealt with and what are you doing about what you found presently and then how it all ends up working out. So yep. this is one of those trilogies that we've got going on. On August 16th, we get Venus and Cancer square Chiron in Aries. Oh. Yeah, I know. So we're just bringing the fire constantly with this. And so... The only question I had for this one was, where are we hurt in relationships? You know, because Venus is like, Venus is relationship, she's love, she's art, she's beauty, she's in the feeling place of cancer. And then Chiron and Aries is just like, yep, I'm here to discuss the identity wound. How does that affect your relationships, by the way? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's like Venus goes to therapy. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking that this could be a this could be a day, you know, a day or two, because, I mean, Venus is moving along now, you know, which is good. But, you know, with we're dredging up stuff, we're facing off with like difficult aspects and then this comes along. But the thing with Chiron, too, is that Chiron's end result always wants to be healing you know he was the wounded healer that could not heal himself but really with the end result with it i always looked at with like no matter what you end up dredging up with chiron there's healing at the end of it because that's his point yeah so so that's that's tiny little aspect there and then okay so between august 17th and 18th we've got like like four aspects so let me start with august 17th mercury conjunct the sun so mercury's in leo the sun is in leo so now the two of them smash together and so this is this is the sun having a microphone or a megaphone (laughs) (laughs) because you know Mercury passes the mic to whatever planet he's interfacing with. (laughs) So I put for this, and because the sun is in Leo, I put amplified discussion about ego, courage, and pride. What gives us courage? And what are we doing? Uh, And what are we, and what are we doing? Are we doing what's right? Or are we doing what we're doing because of ego? Oh, yeah. So I figure. And it, it, it's going to, and because of that amplification, that megaphone is going to kind of force you again to make that. Mm-hmm. And I think too, on the world stage, uh, it'll be whose voice is being amplified right now. You know, there's I think there's a lot of voices being amplified right now. And I think this will be even louder. And this is mid-August. So and just to talk about what's going on in the news, there's a lot of talk about, you know, kids going back to school. Yeah, that's terrifying, by the way. Yeah. And there's and so. You know, we're marching towards that currently, but I think by this time, it's just going to be like, it's going to be super, it's going to be super loud. Like the messages about masks, (laughs) COVID-19, schools. Oh, yeah. By the way, still trying to fight fucking racism in this country. Like. Better. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, there's so you know, while we're dredging up all of this stuff with the previous aspects that have been happening, it's almost like shouting. (laughs) Yeah. So it's almost like we need to, we need to get used to juggling and, you know, just being able to handle those fastballs that are coming at us, you know, swing. We're going to be getting a lot of lemons 
soon flung at us. And all I can say, and this is one of the best memes that I've ever seen, I cannot take credit for this, is swing at those motherfuckers like Stevie Wonder with a lightsaber. <laughs> like, just go at them and, you know, do your best. Yeah. That's all we can do. Shits. <laughs> well, and like from a like from a political point of view like here in the United States like by then you know we well we have we might have a VP pick by then maybe so there's going to be you know there might be a lot of like amplification around that so it to me it just seems like everything that's been building up to this point it'll just be super it'll just be loud it'll just be loud yeah and I can in case for me before. Yeah. Here you go. And I can see a bunch of people too, like knocking people out of the way. Like, no, it's my turn to have the mic. <laughs> yeah. They're going to pull some Kanye action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. God, I, I can't with Con I don't want to talk about Kanye. <laughs> Also on August 17th, so uh, Mars will also trine Mercury. Uh. So trine, trine at least is an easy flow of energy, but bold words, bold thought, bold movement. Big moves. Big moves. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> Places, everyone. Mars has got something to say. And... Yeah, Mars is yeah, Mars is going to be Mars is probably going to be telling us about action. Like these are the actions I'm going to take. And here's how they will serve me. <laughs> and then on August 18th, uh this is a nice little aspect. Um Venus will sextile Uranus and Taurus. So, you know, that's an easy flow of energy. At least like Wait, say that again. That it's just kind of comfy, homey. Yeah, well, and also, too, like, if there is any type of um, emotional eruption, it'll be Venus being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I knew that. I saw that. Like, I, I got this. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. And yeah. that might be a nice buffer with all of this, like, Mars being like, oh, I got something to say. Oh, my God. Mars Mercury is fucking Glenn Danzig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and kind of perfect. Yeah. Because he does kind of have that. He's, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Mars tried. Yep. Mars tried. Mercury is Glenn fucking Danzig. Okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully Venus can come in and like soften it a little bit. And then also too on August eighteenth, we get the new moon in Leo. <laughs> Everyone's gonna need a nap in August. Yes, that's 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 gonna be the th that maybe that should be the title of the episode. Just take a fucking nap. <laughs> so. New moon will still be like Mercury is still going to be close by. So Mercury is going to be close to the sun and is also going to be close to the moon. And then we've also the moon will also square Uranus too because of its position. So 
the new moon in Leo, I feel like, I feel like it's going to be like, there's, I feel like there's just going to be some like emotional upsets that, that come around it because of that Uranus energy. And because there's all of this amplification of all of these voices, it almost feels like there's going to, it almost feels like an irritation. But I also think too, it might be an opportunity for people to be like, okay, maybe I can, because it is a new moon, maybe I can go within a little bit and think about where I need to stand, where's my courage, what do I take pride in? Because there's going to be a lot of noise like swirling around and it'll just be like, okay, how do I bring this back down to me? Yep. How do I press this and deal with all of this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In In my own sphere. Yeah. Because Leo, you know, it, you know, ruled by the sun is always going to go back to self. So I have a feeling it's just going to be like there's this amplification and then it'll just be like a, ah, you know, like that feeling when you're just overstimulated and you're like, like you go out and you're, but you're like overstimulated and you're like, I got to get the fuck home. Oh my God. Yeah. Where you're just like, everything is just like vibrating and buzzing around you and like you just feel like you can't like yeah breathe yeah yeah the I see the good side of that being though of like you know there's all of this stimulation and information that has been brought up but then you can but the the good side of that is that you know you can bring it back to self and be like uh, you know I've learned some new things <laughs> I can see how for myself I want to take action and and live in all of this and see what my intentions are for moving forward so it's kind of like a you know bzz, but now you know my neurons have fired enough that I can make like you know make like some sort of plan for myself or whatever yeah so so that's that's the seventeenth and eighteenth. That's a very busy time. On August twentieth, we get an ingress of Mercury moving into Virgo, and I put yay. <laughs> Mercury is at is at home, thinking, planning, being practical, <laughs> making lists, making lists. Yeah. Well, and if again too, bunch of stuff churned up and going into Virgo Virgo is going to be like hello my friend welcome home I have so many plans for us to sit down and try to make a constructive and practical plan (laughs) that not only nurtures nurtures us but nurtures the people that we care about and Mercury is going to be like yep badass (laughs) That's what I do. I like being here, you know, because that's that's a home sign for yeah. for Mercury. And, you know, given everything that's going on and where we kind of see everything going, it would be nice if some type of plan was communicated. Yes. Yes. You know, whether it be for our, us personally, like personally, we'll be making plans, but also just like globally, Generally. Yeah, globally making a plan. Um, or also too maybe there won't be a plan and people will just have to be like that because one of the things that I've really been thinking about too in this time 
is the acceptance that everything is fucked. Yep. And just being able to be like, I'm sorry, say that again. He said, and how are you personally going to be able to handle that? Like, how will I handle myself, my household, my family members when the shit, you know, really starts to hit the fan even more, you know, like what are the steps that I'm going to take and kind of like having that backup plan in place. Cause I know I've been kind of thinking about it, you know, but also I've forgo in my chart. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was talking to my mom about that because we were, we're just trying to make a decision about like whether I'm going to go and visit her. And I think we've decided that that's probably not going to happen, but we went to, we also talked about like, you know, have you noticed that when you go to the grocery store, like there's no tuna fish or there's no this, or all of a sudden the toilet paper is starting to disappear again. And there's just like that feeling of like, do I need to start, stock piling like we had that discussion yeah and you know she was just like yeah she was like I think when I go I'm just gonna grab a few extra things every time and I'm like yeah because we don't know so the prepared Mm -hmm. okay and we are trucking right along with this this is awesome Mm-hmm. It's that Mars energy. <laughs> All right, August. Oh, what? I said you said it's that Mars energy, and I said get her done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, August twenty fourth. Another part of the Mars trilogy. Mars and Aries square Saturn and Capricorn. So, I have heard. I want to say it's Kelly Surtees that says this, but it might be Austin Kopic or it might be Chris Brennan. I can't remember. But one foot on the brake and another on the gas. Mm-hmm. Like Mars is like, I'm an Aries. Onward. <laughs> and Saturn is in Capricorn, where Capricorn is also at home. And Saturn is like, no, nah, no, nah. slow down. <laughs> And so that's what I put. I was like, slow down, which is something that Mars hates to hear. And we don't want to hear this either. You know, if we're really mm-hmm. going on something, we don't want to hear. want to keep that momentum. You're like, I'm moving. I'm going. What do you mean? Slow down. Yeah. So if we've got a plan, we want to set it into motion. But then Saturn kind of comes in and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you thought this all the way through. Yeah. And Mars, you being the little hothead that you are, you don't always think ahead. So I'm here Mm. to stop you. I'm here to pump the brakes and tell you that you need to slow the fuck down. I feel like this would be a good time to for me to reread the art of war because I feel that that's covers a lot of these themes for august yeah so i that's gonna be i'm gonna reread that because it's one of my favorite books anyways but i think that that would be a good read Mm. for for this month that kind of has that like 
theme about it. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's a good book to read, you know, generally and apply certain themes to like just everyday life. Yeah. Well, and the Mars energy, like this is this we got we've got this for the next six months. And the Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn interfaces are they're just going to keep coming. Uh And so this is the first part of the trilogy of of we're being introduced as to what that means. So that's Mars square Saturn. And then, okay, so for the last bit of the month, it's all about Venus. And that's because Venus is in Cancer and she's getting to those degree points where she's going to hit Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn. So, and, but she's also going to try Neptune in between all of this. So here's how it breaks down on August. Busy. What? Is a Venus getting busy? Yeah. I, I feel like all of the planets are fucking busy right now. <laughs> but, um, so on August 25th, Venus will be opposite okay. Jupiter. And then on August 27th, Venus will try Neptune and Pisces. So we get at least a little bit of lubrication. (laughs) It always helps. (laughs) And then on August 30th, Venus will be opposite Pluto. And then on September 2nd, I know I'm cheating. I'm going into September a little bit. But Venus will then be opposite Saturn. So this is what I put. I put the above couple of days are interesting because we have a benefit, Venus and Cancer opposite the stuff in Capricorn. So being her nature, and she's also she's also going to be opposite Jupiter, which is also a benefit, but he's in the sunken place. So <clears throat> I look at Venus as like, she's coming into interface with these planets and she's just like, I'm opposing you, but I want to have a constructive conversation with you. Mm -hmm. And so Jupiter being in the sunken place, she's trying to lend a hand to Jupiter. Like she comes in and her face with Jupiter. She's like, hey, Jupe. (laughs) And he's like, hi, I'm not in the best place. And so she's trying to lend him a hand. That's because when there's oppositions, the one has the medicine for the other. So it's almost like I feel like Jupiter is trying to I I feel like Venus is trying to remind Jupiter of Jupiter's potential. Like, I know you're in a sunken place. You're not going to be in a sunken place forever. You know, you can, you know, you will. You will leave this room. Yeah, yeah, you And, you know, in the greater context, like, you will leave this structure. Yep. And you will leave this oppression. Yep. And you will see a different day. You know, one of the things that I've been trying to remind myself of when I start going into the, I really wish I knew what was going to happen. You know, because we Virgos, we like to plan. Oh, yeah. And I have like one of the things I have to remind myself practically daily, (laughs) aside from just trying to have the attitude of gratitude, 
um, mm-hmm. is that there will be an after. Yeah. You know, there will be an after to all of this. Yeah. So that's how I look at Jupiter, uh, Venus opposite Jupiter. Um, so I feel like she's trying to give a sense of hope. And then Venus opposite Pluto. I put for I I put simply for this one obsession anyone. <laughs> and so Venus sits across from some of her darker aspects and Pluto sits across from some of his lighter aspects. And you know they're they're trying to get what the other needs from the other. You know, so Pluto trying to, uh, you know, showing Venus like some of her darker aspects and but Venus being like, hey, you know, you're not just death, man. You're also rebirth. So that also says to me, like, there's going to be an after to all of this, you know, and he might be showing her like, well, this is where you get obsessed. Like you obsessively scrolling through your Facebook or whatever social media or your obsession with uh, trying to uh, trying to control everything. Yeah. You know, because there is no there is no control right now. And so, you know, if, if Venus is like the relationships that we have with other people, but also the relationship we have with herself, like Pluto could be showing like, here's some of the nastier aspects of like how you can fall down the rabbit hole of like things that don't help you. Um, and she's trying to remind him like, hey, you're not just death. You're also rebirth. There's going to be an after to this shit. There has to be. Yeah. yeah. And then for Venus opposite Saturn, I have <laughs> slow your roll and ground your feet. <laughs> uh, in the midst of all of this, uh, Venus is also trine Neptune. So there's a hopefulness and a dreaminess. So Venus is trying to get grounded. <laughs> and Venus is also trying to show that you know if there's a if there's a plan there will be an after you know because saturn is all about like well show me what it looks like you know and with the dreamy aspect of like nep this venus trine neptune it's just like okay so you're talking about how there's an after and you're talking about you know what you're you know what you dream of afterwards well show me what it looks like and show me how you're going to get there you know, because without any of that, you know, because without any plan, without any groundedness to you, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a thought or an idea. And that's all I had for August. Bam. Bam. Do you have any thoughts on like the Venus aspects? Because that's like boom, 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 right at the end of August. And then we head into September. And then not long after those aspects with Venus... Mars is slowing down 
and Mars goes retrograde. I think he stations on September 8th and goes retrograde on the 9th. So we're 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 into the heavy territory now. It just well, you know what? Because you were like at the beginning of the Venus, you said that you know that you we feel like we're gonna you know like there'll be a little bit of lube, and all I could think of was that's great, but is it like a little bit of good lube, or is it like Chad spit on your vagina lube? <laughs> like there's a difference, and you know how the planet like affect that so I guess that's what I just wanted to like what what your opinion on that is I think I think because it's Venus trine Neptune it is going to be your top shelf lube okay (laughs) because that definitely makes a difference in the experience yeah you know so I just I just wanted to make sure that I was getting the right visual you know and that everybody there gets the correct visual as well. <laughs> we need we need the correct lube visual. Yeah. Yes. I mean, let's just be honest, because we all went there. We're like just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also too, like Venus is in Cancer, which is a water sign, which is wet, and then all that stuff down in Capricorn is is earth and can be dry so together they're making mud so money so and with her being a benefit you know she she wants to have a good conversation it's not like mars coming into the room and being like all right fuckers this is what i want (laughs) you know she she enters the room and she's like well hello it's so nice to see all of you again and sit across the table from you and try to have a civilized discussion you know that's that's her. And then Neptune is kind of coming in and being like, there you go. <laughs> I'll make it slippery for you. <laughs> so it won't be that bad. No, it won't be. Th- I don't think it'll be that bad. It's not. It To me, this these oppositions are not adversarial. They might be intense. You know, that pl- Pluto. It's not a bad thing. You know, intensity and passion, they have their places, you know, when utilized correctly, you know, and for the benefits of things. But, you know, it's just in how it's delivered. Yeah. Well, Venus is going to put a smile on Jupiter's face because I think he will just be happy to see her, you know, because she will... It's it's also to that reflection of like, you know, remember who you are, because Jupiter is exalted in the sign of cancer. So she's going to be like, hey, remember what it's like when you feel really good? And she's going to give him some hope. And then with with um, Pluto, Pluto can be Pluto can be intense. But again, that's not necessarily such a bad thing. You know, their words might be stern with each other, but they they can get through it or the subject matter might just be intense. Yeah. And then with Saturn, it's it's really just to me with Venus and Saturn, it I always look at them as like constructive you know, mm-hmm. even though Saturn is a malefic, like b- blending with Venus, it's just kind of like, 
okay, I will listen to what you have to say. I'm going to tell you what I really think. So, you know, grab your box of Kleenex because, you know, I'm Saturn and I'm the dad energy, you know, but or I'm the authority or whatever. But I just got a visual of like Saturn with some new balances and made me (laughs) (laughs) mowing the lawn in black socks. (laughs) But yeah, so in August we get we get introduced to what I feel is how the rest of the year is going to be playing out. And it's largely because of the the Mars stuff. Like it's going to be like here's what we're going to be dealing with you know, yep. for the rest of the year. You know, we don't Mars does not um it goes retro stations on September 8th, 9th. And then Stations Direct, I believe, on the 13th of November. It's around mm-hmm. there. It's like a week or so after the election. Right before my birthday. Yeah. And then, you know, Jupiter and Saturn don't get out of uh, out of Capricorn until mid-December. It's like December 17th. So, yeah. So this is, so August is kind of like, this is going to be the vibe that you're in. <laughs> I don't know. With that, I think we've done August. Woo. Woohoo. Go us. <laughs> I have a feeling that's how we're going to feel at the end of August too. Woohoo. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Like we survived August. Now we get to go into September with the Mars retrograde. I'm excited to see how that will all play out for me since, you know, I'll be moving and everything and all of that big changes, you know, happening. So, yeah, yeah, you'll have some you'll have some big changes going, but you'll be moved into your new place by September 1st, right? Yes, yes. Okay, good. I'm glad that you will be. (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) you will be in the house before the retrograde. Yep. Yep. Just 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 be careful when you're putting stuff away. Well, because Mars uh, in injuries like <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. So but it also depends on like what house your Mars is in. So, I'm very cognizant of it because it's trucking through my 6th house, so it's just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I'm sure you and I will talk for a few more minutes before we before we end this completely but so everyone thank you for listening and uh, please have a a happy and healthy safe august and we'll see you in september yes be safe everybody and healthy be kind yes be kind most of all Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.